0: 98 FM. It is the Saturday Social with Rachel. Now it is time for our weekly check-in slot with Dr. Alona Duffy answering all of your questions and queries. Good morning, Dr. Alona morning, Rachel. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Uh, And we have a couple of very interesting emails for you to tackle this week. Uh, The first one doesn't have a name on it, uh, but they say, Good morning, Doctor. My baby is five months old now, and besides the normal exhaustion of being a new parent, we're getting on great. I have to say, though, I feel really uncomfortable in my body now. I can't get used to the loose skin and stretch marks I've developed since having my baby. I know it's all part of having a baby, but I feel completely not like like myself and I've also seen friends of mine who've had kids and have bounced back very quickly Uh, some you wouldn't be able to tell after a couple of months that they had a baby can you recommend anything to help me feel a bit more like me well I mean first off Dr. Lana all women's bodies go through changes during pregnancy and birth maybe talk us through some of the kind of common things that will happen to everyone
1: yes well I think I think this is a really important question and I want to thank this call for bringing it in because I think there's so much pressure on us as women to to be perfect after mm. a baby and all of that, a huge amount of that comes from social media and comes from maybe celebrities who don't actually let themselves be seen or a photograph of them be seen until they're perfect. Yeah. They probably have nannies in, they've probably got their gym guy in Personal and they're trainers. doing their training every day to make sure that they're perfect because look, their livelihood all depends on how they look and their image. But we're ordinary people. We don't have the backup of trainers, we don't have night nannies, we don't have Day nannies, we have to get on with it. Often, you know, trying to keep a house going, maybe having other kids, or if it's your first baby, I actually think it's the hardest because everything is so new. So, number one, your body has changed during pregnancy, and unfortunately, is never going to go back to the same. Everything is going to change: your periods, the shape, you may have some scars left, Mm. stretch marks, and all of that. So, and even problems with down below and maybe confidence issues. So, I suppose what I want to reassure you is, most people, your body will revert almost back to normal. Yes, there may be. Faint scars. So even the scars that you might have from the stretch marks, initially during the pregnancy, they're bright red, they're really raw and angry looking. They will fade and become silver lines. So they're, they're war wounds and they're a reminder of everything that you went through to have your baby. So I see them as a positive badge of honour. Yeah. Things down below that can be a bit different, that can be very upsetting and women often don't want to talk about it. And I think if nobody wants to be scared before pregnancy, but sometimes maybe we should be a bit honest about things. At the end of days and even weeks after having a baby, it is really common to have a little bit of incontinence, meaning that loss of control. And I would say to you, Google a bit about it, you know, post-delivery exercise. A lot of those are just to tone up and tighten those muscles. And initially after the delivery, actually you might not even be able to do them because you can't feel, you don't have the stretch. So it's a bit like having an elastic band that's been overstretched for ages. It loses its ability to boing back, but unlike an elastic band, our muscles will gain that tone again. You've got to keep at it. Just keep working at it. So, again, the look of our body, that skin, that excess skin, because obviously as the bump was there, the skin had to be able to stretch over it. And like cling film, you had to have a bit extra. Give it time, gentle exercising, and I don't mean going heavy duty into workouts because you won't be fit for it and you'll be exhausted. But just even walking, simply walking with the pram every day will help. But trying to do that Pilates, tuck in the tummy because that's toning up those muscles. And with time, that skin, that flappy skin, will actually kind of change because obviously you're you're generating new skin all the time. Things will tone up. So for this caller, I'd say things will change. However. I'm going to just also warn this that you're five months after your baby and this is commonly a time that we start seeing postnatal depression okay. and one in five mums suffer from postnatal depression and actually one in four to one in five mums suffer from postnatal depression and often they're very late going and seeking help because they're kind of blaming it away on things you know I'm not getting sleep I'm tired I'm stressed, the baby's teething, and they don't ever actually stand back and say, you know, this isn't me. I'm I'm really weak, I'm emotional, I'm snapping at people, I'm over worrying. Every time something's wrong with the baby, I think it's something awful. It's stand back and say, look, am I sleeping okay? Because at this stage, hopefully your baby will be sleeping a bit better. But if you're waking and maybe feeling anxious and waking and checking and checking, it's just feeling down. You're not feeling joy, you're not feeling happiness in life in general, if you're anxious all the time. And if you're already stressing hugely about going back to work and more importantly, if those around you, especially your partner, or other family members have said you're not yourself, i want you to go and talk to your GP because we can do a mood score on you or even your public health nurse and just see could you have postnatal depression. We can treat it and we can ensure that you get that extra bit of time to be able to make up for any time you've lost. That, you know yeah. that bonding time and that enjoyable time of being off with your baby that's,
0: yeah and that's a really good piece of advice that maybe our listener hasn't considered that that could be a factor um, I suppose Dr. Lona you know she does mention in the email as well she's kind of almost uh, comparing herself to some of her friends who've had babies and I have friends who have done this you know Like, you know, oh, how come she doesn't even look like she had a bump, you know, a couple of months ago and all this kind of thing. It's very easy to compare ourselves to each other. But I suppose like anything, everyone's bodies are going to, you know, heal differently.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, some of it obviously all depends on what our body was like before. And if we were someone who was very fit and exercising and toned up, then it's easy to go back. It's also easy to go back to the, the pre-body if it's your first baby. But, you know, as each baby comes, you'll tend to find the muscles in the tummy of that, looser. you may have more scarring, you may have just a bit more weakness in the pelvic floor muscles. Mm. So it takes a lot more work. And, and just that's the reality of it. We're, we're using our bodies, we're wearing them away just like a joint, and it just is a bit slower. And I always kind of say, It's easy for me sometimes because I'm a GP and I'm a GP in the smaller areas. So often I'll hear people saying, oh, look, at your one and she has it all. And I know that (laughs) she's done. Actually, she'd swap her life any day for somebody else's." So you never know what's going on. And while superficially everything may look okay, it is not easy having babies. It is hard work.
0: Absolutely. Well, that was some great advice for our listener. And of course, uh, I'm sure many new mums who are listening in today. Now, next up, Dr. Alona, I think is one that um, a lot of lads could probably um, relate to. This is from a guy called Dave and he says, uh, good morning. I'm a 35 year old man working and living in Dublin. Over the past year, I've noticed uh, my hair thinning and in the last couple of months, clumps are actually starting to come out. As you can imagine, I'm not delighted about this. Uh, There isn't really a history of baldness in my family. So I'm wondering if it's genetic and if there's anything I can do to stop or slow down hair loss. Well, This seems to be a big worry for a lot of men in Dublin. Uh, So first off, Dr. Alona, you know, is thinning and baldness is it genetic? Uh,
1: Yes, unfortunately, it can be, but it'll be typically your male pattern baldness. So there's a specific pattern where perhaps you start noticing your hairline receding, and that middle part of the the head losing the hair. So that typically is your male pattern balding, and unfortunately, some people. Um, find that it starts earlier, you know for many men it may not start until in their 50s others can start earlier, but often you will see a family history pattern But I suppose what this caller is saying is slightly different, Dave, well you're talking about clumps of hair falling out and that's not normal because really with the the kind of the male pattern hair loss that happens, it tends to be more that you're not regrowing, so we all have Every hair has a certain lifespan. So it grows, it, it stays in the head, and then it falls out. But, the, you know, when you have hundreds of thousands of hairs in your head, there's a cycle, so we're losing at different times. So therefore, there's always some growing, some stable, and some being lost. And different times in people's lives, especially women during pregnancy, most pregnant women will find they, they have more hair during the pregnancy and that's because that phase of the hair falling out doesn't happen so they tend to have thicker hair because they have more hair. But then suddenly in the months after pregnancy they may find they lose a lot of hair but it settles down. Now anyone who's finding that they're suddenly losing hair and especially if it's coming out in clumps we need to look for a cause. So the first thing is you look and see is there anything on the scalp? Is there any irritation in the skin such as a fungal infection, a dermatitis, psoriasis? Anything that causes inflammation means that that will affect the hair follicles and the growth of your hair. And if we treat that often the hair will usually report come back to normal okay okay. and the second thing yeah can be that there's something going on in your blood and it's really interesting that Dave talks about this because I've seen a surge of people both men and women I don't know whether it's because of COVID and maybe diets change people you know some people got really healthy uber healthy and other people did maybe the opposite but if your iron is low especially it tends to be one of the big things so it may be worthwhile boosting your iron looking at your diet are you getting a good mixed diet are you getting everything you need and, and again, just having your thyroid checked, having your iron stores checked, they're the important things that we can check as well. So for Dave, definitely hair falling out in clumps, I'd be saying we need to rule a physical reason for this as well. And okay. um, don't give up. There are things that you can get and talk to your chemist that may help. If we think it's a non-medical cause and it's just routine hair loss, there are things that can be done. I suppose the long-term option for somebody who is losing a lot of hair, especially if there's no underlying cause, is kind of the hair transplant where they will put little hair follicles. It provides yeah. a short-term thing, but for somebody who's very upset by it, it is it is something that many people will go for. Yeah, but I'm actually, I don't want to make it sound like Dave. I'm telling you that I think Dave, <laughs> listen to you losing clumps of hair. You need to go and get checked out by your GP.
0: Yeah, I think that is the number one step, and then I think it depends. It depends how people really feel about it. Some people are fine with hair loss, you know what I mean, and they they can shave it off and they you know they rock it out, you know. Or some people it might really be bothering them, and they might go for the full hair transplant. Well, Dave, first thing is yeah. to go and, and kind of uh, rule out any medical underlying medical issues. And um, thank you so much for all that advice, Doctor Alona Duffy, on the Saturday Social on ninety eight FM. All right, have a good day.